This episode of the Astro Powder Podcast is brought to you by Gama. Gama powder coating systems offer you greater efficiencies while producing high quality results. We provide the very best in powder delivery, application technology, and connectivity for smarter factory automation. With Gama, you get maximum performance and repeatability whether you are on the shop floor or away from it. For a demonstration, call 877 437 6771. Once again, that's 877 437 6771. And be sure to mention, Ask Joe sent me. When you want to know that everything is covered, complete it with Gama. <laughs> All you powder coating fans, and welcome to episode 33 of the Ask Joe Powder Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Powder, aka Kevin Biller, and with me, as always, is my colleague, sidekick, and now vice president of our illustrious organization, Nathan. He's also the powder coating group's formulator dude hey we're broadcasting from the studios formerly known as powder coating research group in columbus ohio the purpose of the astro powder podcast is to bring the latest news and technical know-how to the global powder coating community so let's get it rolling okay but before we do we've got a little bit of news for our our friends in the listening world yeah it's big news for us and i just thought you know this podcast is kind of our um you know forum our forum that we can talk about whatever the heck we want to so you know we can uh discuss it here but yeah the powder coating research group our organization that's been around since 2007 has just been acquired by chemquest group yeah and if uh people aren't familiar with chemquest group they've been around since kind of late late 70s but uh, under their current owner and CEO, Dan Murad, uh, he's he's been at the helm for a little bit over 25 years. And they've made their mark in the industry, mainly in market research, um, business and technical consulting, uh, also M&A management, and basically in the specialty chemicals industry, which includes industrial coatings and powder coatings. Uh, but recently... They've established the ChemQuest Technology Institute, uh, which is a state-of-the-art technology and application center in South Boston, Virginia, uh, which has a full staff of technologists and and just an amazing array of application and curing equipment. Yeah, it's an interesting fit because, like you said, people probably know them because of the market research. They come out with those big, thick reports every year that say – you know, this is the the state of the industry and um, things like that. But yeah, we realized that the their technology instituted it really is pretty similar to what we do and how we operate here. It just they specialize in liquid coatings, and they had a, a gap in the organization with um, with powder coatings. Yeah, and I, I you know I foresee a really good fit. You know, we've we've got our background and, and experience uh, in the powder coating technology and industry, 
and and these guys are well poised to really enhance everything we've done. You know, they they add the component of market research, which we can also add to their knowledge base. But they've got uh, a, a bevy of of experts and consultants that are in allied industries and markets, and I, I think we're going to mesh really well with their their organization. Yeah, and really, what it comes down to is, you know, it's about the future for us, and you know, how do we keep going on on and on, you know, for years to come? And I think that you know, having a bigger organization behind us that can you know, um, give us more opportunities in the market. It's gonna, it's gonna be good for everybody. Yeah, and you know, when you think about our last fourteen or fifteen years, Nate, we've covered an awful lot of ground just on our own with our relatively modest size organization. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just going to make things bigger and better. That's the way I see it. The other thing that's kind of cool, and and it, you know, I find reassuring. They like us for what we do, and they said. We're keeping the same people. We're gonna, you know, help you with your current customers, help you with your future customers. Same people, same location. Uh, so it's business as usual. Yeah, exactly. It's all the all the same capabilities and and just you know a couple more now. Yeah, and it looks like we'll probably be retiring the powder coating research group name. Um, we haven't really landed on uh, exactly what it's going to be called or what it's going to look like yet. But, yeah, I think that it's going to be a new era. Yeah, it's exciting times, and um, it's upwards and onwards. And, uh, you know, they actually made the acquisition just a few days ago. So we're busy, busy, busy with uh, uh, integrating, you know, what we do with what they do. And, um Yeah. We're looking forward to a pretty exciting future. Anyone has any questions or comments, you know, you know how to reach us. We'll tell you at the end of our, our show, um, you know, various ways that you can contact us. But uh, for now, let's move on to our Guess What segment, Nate. Guess what? Okay. Um, here's an item from PPCJ. Uh, Asian Paints released their results for the quarter that ended June 30th, 2021. The managing director and CEO said the domestic decorative business more than doubled its volume and delivered stellar revenues over the lower base of last year, which had suffered from the first nationwide lockdown. So, again, we're looking at a very large paint company that's uh, comparing their their value and volume and growth to you know <laughs> 2020. 2020 and saying wow we've, we're doing twi- twice as good as we did last year agent paints it's uh, out of india yeah and they're a big powder supplier very large um supplier to the asian market so yeah they're uh really kicking 2020's rear end with this uh yeah quarterly report yeah Hopefully they're uh, moving forward. Things are growing. Hopefully, uh, you know things are settling down as far as you know, lockdowns and and the growth. You know, hopefully that the pandemic is subsiding in in their world. All right, and PCI Magazine reports that Allnex is going to join PTT Global Chemical Company Limited. 
So Onyx uh, is a resin manufacturer. They supply to the powder coating industry. We're very, very familiar with their organization, with their products. They mostly deal with polyesters um, as far as things relevant to the powder coating market. Yeah, and I've talked to some of our, our good friends at All Next, and and they've uh, they said this looks like a real positive thing. PTT, which is a Thai based um, chemical company, they said you know this will be one of their crown jewels, and they're gonna they're gonna support it financially and and uh, you know just augment this world leader in uh, resin technology. Right, and All Next is you know they have. A lot of reach in North America and in Europe, so it seems like this is going to help them expand kind of into the uh, Asia Pacific region more than they have in the past. You know, Nate, the only way to call it is global synergy. (laughs) (laughs) You you were trying to get me not to say synergy. Say synergy one more time. Coming across this table. (laughs) All right. Okay, friends. Now it's time for our question and answer portion of our podcast. Do you have a question? Ask Joe Powder. Well, you can ask him. Ask Joe Powder. He has the answer. That will answer. Powder coating. It's the Ask Joe Powder podcast. All right. This one comes from Alan in New Mexico. He says, Joe, I run a medium-sized powder coating line at a metal fabrication facility. We have a five-stage washer that utilizes an alkaline first stage and a zirconium-based fourth stage with stages two, three, and five being RO rinses. We have a partition drying slash curing oven, so adjusting one without impacting the other isn't possible. We have a customer that wants us to powder coat their extruded anodized parts. I've read conflicting opinions on powder coating anodized parts. We powder coated some of these parts in the past several times, and each time we ran them, there were significant finish and coating adhesion issues, but only with the anodized parts. Since then, we've stopped painting their anodized parts. We don't have the capability of acid etching or media blasting, and it isn't feasible to sand or scuff the parts. Can we, without doing any of the above operations, powder coat anodized parts and have a reasonably high expectation of first-run success? Thank you. Alan? Alan, uh, thanks for your question, and this really is a good question to ask. You know, we're we're a research and development company here at the Powder Coating Research Group, and we actually have done a ton of work with anodized parts. And the reason why we did it, if you recall, Nate, was because people were having trouble with adhesion of powder to anodized parts. Oh, yeah. So they asked for us to kind of take it apart and determine, you know, what works, what makes it work, what makes it not work. And um, we, we did this with an epoxy-based powder coating uh, platform. You know, epoxies have usually pretty darn good adhesion to lots of substrates but even doing that we observed sporadic adhesion problems to the anodized parts that we were dealing with these anodized parts were cast aluminum which had another dimension of handling if you want to call it that but anyway what we found our best results were with type 2 anodized which had been applied to uh, shot blasted when I say shot blasted, it was it was glass media blasted aluminum and then the anodizing, but it was the type two material that seemed to be a little bit better. We would pre bake these cast aluminum parts with the anodize on them, 
so that we didn't experience gassing from the from the voids and the casting. We've talked about that in the past. And then, you know, we 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 sprayed them warm with the epoxy and got pretty decent results. That being said, not perfect results. We did also look at type 3 anodizing, which is a, a somewhat thicker layer of anodize, and we saw worse, you know, a higher degree of adhesion failures. <laughs> Bottom line, Alan, I would highly recommend not powder coating over anodize. And, and one of the main things, when you think about your finishing process, you, you, you do not have control over the anodizing quality and process. So you may be getting a inconsistent substrate to work with. Um, I would recommend encouraging your your customer to say, send us bare parts and we'll powder coat them. We'll pre-treat, clean them, and, and powder coat them. So that's, that's what I'm thinking. Best regards, Joe. And now, a word from our sponsors. Gamma's Optistar all-in-one control unit leads the industry with a design fusing electrostatics and power feed in one compact device. By combining the powder injector and control unit functionality into one device, you get the highest coating efficiency, fastest response times of powder output, and excellent cleaning performance. For more information, call 877-437-6771. Once again, that's 877 877- Four three seven six seven seven one, and be sure to mention Ask Joe sent me. Configure it, feed it, optimize it, integrate it, complete it with Gamma. The Powder Coating Research Group is a proud sponsor of the Ask Joe Powder Podcast. PCR is the only independent laboratory dedicated to powder coating technology. We do everything from raw material evaluation formulating the next generation of coatings, new product development, testing, troubleshooting, training, and consulting. To find out more, visit our website at powdercoatingresearch.com or you can email Kevin Biller at kevinbiller at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening to the Astro Powder Podcast. All right, and our next question comes from Nathan B. in Alabama. What's up, Nathan? He <laughs> says, hello, Joe. I have a question for you about allowable oven temperature variation. Our ovens were recently calibrated and were one degree off from our control unit reading to what it was measured inside. Due to our ISO regulations, we may possibly need to shut them down until it's exact. I know temperature variations are needed to keep minimal, but this sounds ridiculous. Our powder manufacturer's technical data sheets are specific in the writing of proper cure, which is 20 minutes at 400 degrees. What's your knowledge on what's acceptable and what's the best way of documenting this? Should I approach all all of our manufacturers and have them revise or state what is acceptable? Nathan B. Um, Wow. (laughs) What a question and uh, what a a predicament, I guess. What these ISO regulators are asking for is way overkill and and just put things in perspective virtually all industrial ovens in the coatings industry 
uh, they cycle over a range of a reasonable temperature. So you're always, just your oven is going to be plus or minus about five degrees Fahrenheit, maybe uh, two or three degrees Celsius. And that's entirely acceptable to get regular and consistent cure uh, with a powder coating. And remember, you know, when we're talking about temperature, we're talking about the time the metal is at the temperature that's recommended by the coating manufacturer. So, you know, I'm saying that maybe a, a plus or minus five degree oven is probably going to yield a, a, a more stable part temperature once it gets up to temperature. Mm-hmm. Might be plus or minus two degrees Fahrenheit, maybe one or two degrees um, Celsius. And this is absolutely, totally acceptable um, to get acceptable, complete cure with a powder coating or, or with other liquid coatings. And, you know, when they when they say 20 minutes at 400, like, that's a, not a precise number by any means. Really, there's a range. There's a little bit more time, a little bit less time that you'd be able to uh, get the same result. Also, the temperature might be off by a few degrees. Like, it's really – a lot of manufacturers even give you a range. They say this time at this temperature or, you know, exactly. less time at a higher temperature. Exactly. Because you you kind of want to be in a window of cure. It's Well, the other thing, Nate, is, you know, you may have parts in your oven that are different sizes, shapes, and density. And they're going to they're gonna see a different range. And it's important to understand what that range is and the thresholds on each end. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, to have it within one degree is unreasonable. So I would uh, implore your ISO knuckleheads to reenter the real world of industrial processes. Uh, best regards, Joe Powder. I would recommend switching to Celsius because... One degree gives you more you got, to play with. You get almost two degrees Fahrenheit. That's <laughs> yeah, uh, working the system, huh? <laughs> right? Like I'm all, <clears throat> off by less than a degree. All right. Uh, here's a question from Eric in Detroit, Michigan. He says, Joe, is there any truth to shot blast being able to impregnate oils in the surface of steel? I have a product that gets e-coated off-site. And I want to shot blast the product versus hand cleaning, but my customer is concerned. Well, Eric, your customer has reason to be concerned. Um, you know, shot blasting is a very good metal prep process before powder coating or, or, or any kind of finishing uh, operation, really. An issue develops, though, if your process is sloppy. And by sloppy, um, what happens is you've got parts, depending on their degree of cleanliness, that are introduced into your your shot blasting process, and if they are dirty and oily, you may be impregnating those materials into the surface of your parts. If you maintain clean blast media, that's not going to be the case because you're going to be uh, you're going to be removing the surface. You know, it's just a small amount of the surface of your parts of your metal objects. But like I said. After a while, you've got to you've got to either clean, recycle, and clean your media, or or just dispose of it. Otherwise, you're going to have dirty media impacting 
a surface. So it's it's imperative that you keep your blast media clean. The other thing is, you know, you, you may want to incorporate a, a process where you're doing some kind of cleaning before the blast process. Uh, that way you Right. If you have an oily part and then you blast it with media, then you definitely run the risk of driving the oils into the surface. Absolutely. So it, it, it's a matter of uh, minimizing the oil on the surface, but also keeping your media clean. So thanks a lot for your questions. If you have any more, feel free to contact us. Best regards, Joe. Okay, everyone, before we say adios, let's fill you in on some upcoming events. Hey, friends, where are we going? To an upcoming event. Yeah, and it looks like we're facing, you know, cancellation fest round two. Jeez. Oh, uh, just like we had, you know, maybe it's more than round two at this point. So right now this is what we know about the events, and it could all change. Because we, I, we just heard through the grapevine that the live China coat has been canceled. And, and what I think, you know, as their as their um, kind of backup, they do have a virtual version of of China coat, and not sure exactly what that's going to entail. But they say actually the exhibitors will have virtual. This exhibits. is what they did last year, yeah. And I think that's a really great idea, especially for you know a big show that's international in focus. You're only going to have more people able to access it traveling to other continents is hard well it's 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 you know it's all compounded on so many levels because my understanding is at the moment you know covid is surging in china is what we've heard but at the same time you're getting in in the eu especially you get travel vans where people say you're not allowed to go somewhere or you're not allowed to enter their country well, we already know the European coding show, you know, canceled their live component too. So, and for our powder coating summit, we've had we had uh, two European speakers that are going to have to do it in a recorded session uh, format. Um, so you've got that. On top of that, Nate, we're seeing and hearing from people that work for major chemical or coating suppliers saying, "Hey, guess what? We have a, a travel ban." Mm-hmm company-wide so yeah so the powder coating summit that's scheduled the 22nd and 23rd of september uh it's still at this time it's still scheduled to happen still a go nate here in columbus ohio but of course we'll we'll update if that changes because right now it's 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 a go but it's a dynamic situation so stay tuned my friends uh so does that mean that the Powder Symposium in Dresden is that is that one still going on? Because you know, that's I, scheduled for September fourteenth and fifteenth. I checked, you know, I, I checked their website. I checked my sources. Haven't heard any cancellations with that one. But uh, like I said, stay tuned. All right, and then uh, September thirteenth through sixteenth in Chicago, Illinois, FabTech. Uh, the twenty seventh through 29th of September and. Uh, Dubai is the Middle East coding show. And then Abra Fadi, November 30th through December 2nd. That's the uh, Brazilian or the 
It's an international coding show. It takes place in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Yep. Yep. That's a big one for South America. All right. Well, I think that's it for shows and for events. Um, you can also catch the Ask Joe Powder Q&A in the old school print version in Powder Coated Tough magazine in every edition. That, that issues six issues a, a year. Also with PPCJ, which is Polymer's Paint and Color Journal, and uh, on their respective websites. And in addition, PCI Magazine, Paint and Coatings Magazine, at, in their website under the Finishing Flash tab. All right, and you can find us online at AskJoePowder.com. Uh, we're listed on all of the major podcast apps and directory services. So, you know, your uh, Apple, Spotify, even Audible, and Amazon has us now. So if you subscribe, you'll be notified when, you know, when you get a a new episode comes out because they're not always exactly on <laughs> the second Tuesday. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. Uh, we put our interviews on that, and we'll probably populate it with some more videos in the future. And then follow us on Twitter, a.k.a. Joe Powder. If you want to submit a question for Joe Powder to answer, the email address is askjoepowder at yahoo.com, or you can call in and leave a message on our voicemail. That's one four seven eight to ask Joe. That's one four seven eight two two seven five five six three. This has been a production of the Powder Coding Research Group. Our music editing and production and sound effects and stuff like that is done by Nick Page. And my future's so bright, I gotta wear shades. And remember to keep your powder dry, my friends. Thank you for listening to the Astro Powder Podcast. This episode was brought to you by Gamma. Gamma's newest Optiflex Pro model, the CF unit, offers simple, reliable color change in 20 seconds. The Optiflex Pro CF unit is the perfect solution for lab use, powder quality testing, and coating of small quantities or small size samples. For more information, call 877-437-6771. Once again, that's 877 877- Four three seven six seven seven one, and be sure to mention Ask Joe sent me. When you want to know that everything is covered, complete it with Gamma. Who leaves their phone on when they record? A I don't podcast? know. I think somebody left it here. One of our visitors. unconscionable. Yeah, unconscious. Rule number one. Yeah, <clears throat> and we may have to change the name of our. Our um, studio to the PCR Memorial Studio. <laughs> I like that. We got one bad Google review and we had to sell the whole company over it. <laughs> yeah, because I said it was the wrong address or something. No, because he didn't pick up the phone when he called. Nice. Oh, they called some number that was like uh, like our fax number or something. Like that was listed on Google. But no, it's uh, the one star review said um, that the phone didn't work. The phone number didn't work. So. Well, we're not the-
phone answering research. <laughs> They're supposed to come and knock on our door. No. Oh, okay. Don't do that. Powder coatings.